grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. How's everybody doing today? I hope you said well. Hey, my situation has cooled down, okay? It is what in the 70s here. I'm loving it. I want life to stay like this. It's overcast. In the 70s, I love it. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. Welcome to California Haunts Radio. I'm really glad that you're here. I hope you're glad to be here, too. Uh, we're going to be watching for, uh, this my work. We're going to be broadcasting from Facebook and TikTok today, and we're going to be broadcasting over at YouTube, and we're also broadcasting over at Twitch tonight. So just say hello to our things. Now, it looks like there's a lot of news going on. Again, this area that I live in, everybody has Xfinity. So you're going to see us drop off every once in a while. It will pop just like it just did. It'll pop right back on because everybody's getting off work and they're all getting caught up on their Twitter or whatever they're getting caught up on. So uh, just, just be aware of that. Anyway, I'm also, I not only do this, but I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team. Um, we're 45 strong up and down the state of California. And that means if you do have something paranormal or you think you have something paranormal going on in your house or business, we can get to you. It might take us a couple of days, but we can get you to help you out. In the case that it takes us a couple of days, what we do is we have mediums on staff that can, that, that can talk to you by phone. And in most cases, they can calm things down before we get out there. So it helps out. But it won't take us more than a couple of days. Okay. Uh, once again, if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Twitch. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us at Meetup. <laughs> you can find us me on Instagram under Ghosty Gal. And you can certainly find us over at TikTok and all those other places. So just Google us and we'll just pop up everywhere. Tonight, it's my guest. Ah, I can hardly wait to talk. Um, I'm Bill Roxy via the internet and met her at Disneyland. And it's, it's, it's been almost it's, it's going on the second year now. And she is uh, larger than life, is what I'm going to say. Great person. And I'm uh, real excited to talk with her about a project she is involved with. And it's about the Queen Mary. When I was growing up, my father, uh, we would be down at Disneyland probably twice a year. And every time we would go, we would visit the Queen Mary. And then as an adult, I traveled several times there, even took the original ghost tour that they had there, which was, by the way, hokey, because they had doors rigged, you know, for the doorknobs to move and stuff. It was just a touristy thing. But it was an interesting tour in that when I was walking from, uh, near the pool area, the first class pool area, and I was walking in a dining area over there, I felt something go through me. In fact, it was to the point where I, I, could, I got sick to my stomach. And it wasn't the ocean, obviously, because the Queen Mary's pretty locked into where it doesn't sway or anything. And one of the tour guides came up and he said, well, that was probably the little girl. And I said, well, what little girl? He says, well, little, well, there's a ghost of a little girl that roams here. And she's known to be attracted to women. So she probably, you know, she's looking, she might be looking for her mother or whatever. So she ran through me. So that was one of my first experiences of what I call being goosed by a ghost, right? But it took me a few minutes. I had to sit for a few minutes to uh, be able to stand up and finish off the tour. I mean, she just totally, boom, right through me. So that was my big experience uh, with the ghost on the Queen Mary. I haven't had a chance to get up there or out there to investigate the Queen Mary. 
And I really, that's something that, that is something that's on my bucket list. Anyway, I'm going to bring Roxy in. She could tell you about herself and uh, away we go. Hi. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> it's good to see you. You too. Finally, we've been at Disneyland and then here we are. I know. I'm so excited. I'm glad we got to do this. Oh, and one more thing. If you hear a dog screaming in the background, I have an 18-year-old dog that is senile. So he has his moments. So just don't, don't think I'm punishing him or anything's going on like that. It's, he's senile. All right. Well, um, on this end, if you hear anything in the background, it's because I have no idea where any of my headphones are at all. So um, my house has promised to be quiet, but my house is... It's not quiet. So <laughs> we just roll. All, we'll just roll. It's all good. Just like if we disappear for a couple seconds on the internet, it's good. It's the neighbors. <laughs> so tell us all about you. Cause you, I mean, I, I was thinking about talking about your background, but the only person that could do that is you because you have this, this incredibly eclectic background. <laughs> um, oh God. I don't even know like where to start. Um, I used to be a professional pinup and alternative model. Mm -hmm. And then I was a journalist in Hollywood. Um, and because of the stuff that I did as a journalist, I started getting invited to different events and I kind of became an influencer from that. Um, so I used to tell people uh, I was a journalist by trade and an influencer by accident. Like that was how I explained <laughs> it. Um, but it was really cool to get invited to stuff and not have to write about it. Right. Like, I, I felt like I was like breaking some rule or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've always been super into haunts and horror. And, you know, I figure we should like stay with that. Um, sure. I'm a practicing witch and I have been since I was, I don't know, little, real little. Um, my grandma was a witch and she was really, really into it. And my dad hated it, which made her love it even more. Um, so she would teach me everything. Uh, and when I was 17 years old, I worked my first haunt, uh, which was about a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and, uh, it was actually Gyro's world of terror in the Bay area. Uh, and then after that, I worked Gyro's for a few years. I did security. I built, I designed rooms. I acted. Um, I worked uh, Screamworks down in Hollister in the cornfield. Um, just all kinds of stuff. Horror and haunts have always been a huge part of my life. So anything spooky, I'm down. That's awesome. Like, let's That's do awesome. this. Let's do this. <laughs> now, you got this project that you're involved in on the Queen Mary. And go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, okay, I have to say, I am not actually part of the okay. team. Okay for that. So like, I, I have to like, I have to throw that out there. Absolutely. 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 I'm not, I'm not part of the team for this new paranormal investigation on the Queen Mary. Um, I am so, so lucky to be really good friends with Becca, who is the head of the team for the great ghost awesome. project, which is a brand new paranormal investigation tour that's starting. Oh my goodness. Friday. I think they're sold out. I think they're sold yeah, out. Yeah, I think Friday. so. Yeah. Um, but it's going to run weekends until December. And it is a 
it is a true paranormal investigation right. as opposed to uh i know you, you mentioned the the old <laughs> yes. tour earlier i loved that tour it was so much fun did you ever get to see the water effect no, I never saw that one, that part. Oh God, it was like my favorite part. They put you, you were in this room. It was like this, at the bottom of the ship, this big metal room, and they had you standing on this bridge, and they actually had like water that came in and like wow. Oh, it was great. It was great. It was hokey as shit. Oh God, can I swear? Ah uh, no. Okay. I just, got, I just got my strike removed on Sunday. <laughs> It was hokey as shoot, and, um, <laughs> and and it was very like a la Disneyland Imagineer kind of haunt type thing. Um, but it was it was so much fun to do. But this is not that. And actually, there is a like haunted ship tour that goes on right now that has been going on. Um, and this is totally separate from that as well, because okay. that's more of like a story tour. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of fun to take. If you love ghost stories, like that tour is so much fun because it tells you about the history of the Queen Mary. And they talk about all the different like ghost stories and stuff that's, um, you know, a lot of the things that have like built up over the years and, sure. and stuff like that. Um, but Becca's new tour, The Great Ghost Project, it's like, it's a paranormal investigation. That is it too is cool. Taking the tools and walking around the ship and there's no, there's no nothing. There's, if it's, if stuff happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, there's no Imagineer magic on, <laughs> on this one. And I've done, I've done two, um, like, like trial runs for the Grey Ghost Project mm -hmm. with her. And then I've also done other paranormal investigations uh, before the pandemic with her mm -hmm. on the Queen Mary. And we have had some nights where nothing absolutely nothing happened and we just had a great time on the ship and like we get to go everywhere that's awesome I mean, everywhere it is so cool but there's been other times i couldn't explain what happened like and i'm like i'm like a spooky skeptic okay like, I want to believe, you know what I mean? I really, really do. I do believe that there are like ghosts and spirits and like the other side and stuff like that. But right. I'm like, you got to prove it to me. Like if you're here, you, you, you got to prove it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like a spooky skeptic. I like that so approach though. I like that approach. I have psychics on my team that are spooky skeptics as well. You know, even, yeah. even though they see stuff, they still want to have the extra proof to know that what they're seeing is what, you know, is actually what they're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And there's been, there's been a few nights on the Queen Mary when we were hanging out where I can't explain what we saw, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm a science girl. Okay. 
I'm like, I am a science girl. And I'm also like, I love like learning, like how magicians do tricks. And right. I love trying to figure out, you know, when you like watch those paranormal investigation shows and they're like, oh my God, this just happened. And you're like, okay, but a temperature drop like that, it would be totally normal if you walked through this type of space. And you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I'm kind of like a party pooper. Right. When it comes to <laughs> but there, there were a couple times. I was like, okay, okay. Where do you think you know? Since you've done that a couple of times, you've been out there a few times. Where, like, like when you like you could talk about this activity, where did you experience this activity out there? Um, the well, we did a lot of stuff up in the front of the ship by the rope holes. Mm -hmm. Um, so we did a lot of stuff up there. We spent a lot of time up there. So we had some really cool stuff happen mm -hmm. up there. Um, you're not allowed to go in the pool anymore, unfortunately, mm -hmm. which is so sad. Um, because they just, there's, there's nobody to repair it. Nobody does that kind of work anymore. Mm -hmm. And so if it gets destroyed, then it's destroyed. Like, mm -hmm. um, but, uh, years ago when you could go, um, we had, I'm not going to say it was like, I'm not going to say that we, we had an experience in the pool area, but we had like one of those, um, you're already like worked up, you mm -hmm. know? So everything is like on high alert type of things. But, um, our tour guy, we, we did a tour and it wasn't the haunted tour. It was the, uh, uh, steam and steel tour because I love ships. I grew up on boats. My family, my, my dad is a huge boat person. I love ships. So it was my birthday and I wanted to do the steam and steel tour and go down and see like the engine room and stuff right. like that. So we went, but the only people on the tour were me, my husband, boyfriend at the time, Keegan and my friend, Katie, nobody else was there. So this guy was so excited about how like passionate I was about this tour and seeing the ship. And he was like, do you want to go other places? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so that's how I ended up seeing that water effect. That's is wild. He took us in there and he turned it on for us, but he also took us into the pool and it was so cool because he took us into the pool. He let us walk around. He let us do all kinds of stuff. I got to go over by the slide and like, like pose on the slide. Like, and I have a bunch of friends. We used to do ink and iron um, on the Queen Mary, which is a like rockabilly car show. Um, mm -hmm. And I have so many friends that got to go in there and do photo shoots. Like I have pictures of my friends sitting on the slide and like wow. on the side of the pool and stuff like that. Um, but then he was like, do you want to go in the locker room? Like, yeah. So he takes us into the like changing room, like the locker room. And he has each of us step inside a shower stall and he closes the curtains and he turns off the lights. Wow. Okay. I was in heaven. This was like the coolest thing ever. Katie and Keegan do not go to haunts. They do not like scary movies. They do <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely freaked out and like Katie ran out of the shower and into the other shower where Keegan was because she did not want to be alone like she didn't even know he was in there she like it was 
it was amazing. But after that, it was very much a like, oh, did you see that? Oh, did you see that? Was that something? Oh my God. You know, because yeah. he had just created this great, like heightened experience. That's awesome. That ship when you're aboard, I know the times I've walked around it, You, I get a feeling like I'm being watched. I mean, no, no matter where I go on that ship, it's like they're watching, but, but they're like a distance away, whoever's watching. But it's just that kind of feeling I get. I like it because I feel like I'm never alone. Yes. See? Yep. You know, like I, I love that ship. And like, you, you know, because, you know, we've, we've known each other online for a long time. And, yeah. and anybody who's followed me for a long time knows I am a huge Titanic fan. Like I am a Titanic fanatic. And so the Queen Mary is like the closest I'm going to get to the Titanic, um, which was actually the reason I, I, I went there the first time mm-hmm. ever, because somebody was like, oh, you know, there's this ship and it's, it's, it's really close to the Titanic and I think you would like it. And so I went and I fell in love and then I went back constantly. Um, but, but before the pandemic, um, I spent a lot of time on that ship and I have been all over. I've stayed the night there numerous times. I've done the buffet and breakfast. I've eaten at all the restaurants. I've been in the ballrooms you know, but then I've also been in the engine room and the boiler room and, mm-hmm. you know, little nooks and crannies that you don't normally get to go into. And I've been to the pool and like the old infirmary and just like everywhere. I've, mm-hmm. I've been everywhere on this ship. I've been ice skating on that ship. Like, <laughs> um, But one of the things I love about it is that you really never feel alone. Right. Like, there's always just somebody or people or something. They're hanging out with you. Yeah. yeah. Now, I have some trivia for you now. The Queen Mary is two times bigger than the Titanic in length, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Right. And it had the world, it had the, at that time, it had the largest rudder ever put on a ship when it was built. That was probably due to the Titanic because t- the Titanic has such a small rudder, so they were going to make sure the Queen had a rudder. <laughs> right. <know>? It was <laughs> also what uh, twenty years later. Yeah, yeah. But that, but Queen Mary did have a tendency to um, y'all. Uh, y'all is the word, you know, back and forth like that. Yeah, it had that tendency to do that. My dad told me that. My my dad knew people that had um, come across from England during World War Two. And he told you know he would tell me the stories about like when it ran the other ship and stuff because he heard it straightforward from the soldiers. Yeah, there was actually um, I just mirrored my. <laughs> Sorry, I just mirrored my camera and it flipped everything around because it was <laughs> I, it was driving me bonkers that it was backwards. I'm so sorry, you guys. My bad. Oh, it's um, all good. <laughs> It was absolutely, I'm like, my bed is not over here. This is going to drive me nuts. Um, So um, there was actually a time when they thought that the Queen Mary was going to keel over um, because it can only go a certain degree uh, Mm -hmm. before, you know, before it'll capsize. Um, And it was like one degree off Mm -hmm. from that amount. And it was just, it was this huge thing they 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 were sure that it was going to capsize but it she didn't no she got right up 
Well, that's how they got the idea for the Poseidon adventure. Right? That's the history of the Queen, yeah, you know. Oh, my, uh, my friend Chris is in the chat. Hi, Chris. And it's interesting when you think that, you know, like, like when you look back and see the movies that it has been in, you know, where they've used it as a Christian. I think at one point in one of the earlier Titanic movies, it was used uh, to be the Titanic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been used in so many things. And there's actually, um, there is a, a current Queen Mary movie, like horror movie. That's that just got released like last month, but oh, it was released in out. France. It hasn't been released here. It was released in France, and we were super excited about it. We did not know it wasn't going to be released here, mm -hmm. and we were like ready. We were like ready to go see this movie. We had plans and the whole thing, and then I couldn't find it anywhere, and it was really weird. Yeah, but um, it's made by the same people who did Winchester. Did you see Winchester? I saw Winchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's made by the same people who did Winchester. And they have done a Queen Mary movie. I'm so excited. I grew up in the Bay, so I grew up with the Winchester Mystery House. And I loved Winchester. Like, I thought it was a great spin on the story. So I'm That's super awesome. excited for the Queen Let Mary. Let me ask you about the, because uh, the, the place where I get the creepiest feeling on that ship, and I don't know if it's because you can just see it so clearly, but... It, it is where that, that that propeller is. I mean, when I get into that propeller area, it's just I'm looking over my shoulder. <laughs> um, no, I never. I've never really felt it down there, mm -hmm. but I feel I feel really comfortable below deck. Does mm -hmm. that does that make sense? Yeah. Like so, not only did my dad. Uh, you know, always have a boat, a sailboat or something like that. Right, right, right. But my grandfather had a oil tanker when okay. I was younger. It was called the Yellowfin. Um, and I, I grew up on that thing. So running all over this huge boat with these, you know, giant propellers and the boiler rooms and, the, and all the rust and all of that, that was like a normal part of my childhood. Mm -hmm. So getting to go down there and and just walk through the engine room and by the propeller and all of that stuff i i feel so comfortable like i'm not even sure i would notice if there was you know what i mean right. like a cup could move next to me and i'd be like yeah that needed to go there anyways but if you look at this you'll see that this gauge is like <laughs> I think, you know, you and I have had similar backgrounds in that my father, um, we always had a boat. I grew up on it, you know, I grew up on an 18-foot boat, went to a 24-foot cruiser. So we, he was around boats and he, he, he was a boat and a airplane nut. Yes. So, I mean, you know, we used to park at the airport and he'd point all these planes out. I can tell, I can tell you what's flying overhead, what engines are using, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I have the same fascination you do for like the, the Queen Mary. I mean, when I'm on the Queen Mary, people get bored with me because I'm down in the engine room. I'm looking at the gauges. I'm looking at all, all, all this stuff, you know, and then, yep. the, the, then the eye rolls start behind me because right? I, I want to see all that stuff. Right. I love it. <laughs> we, uh, the last time we were there, we were in the old purser's office, um, which is really neat. Uh, that's mm -hmm. where um, there's an elevator in the purser's office um, 
that obviously does not work. Um, but uh, there's a stool in the elevator and there is always a rose on that stool. They keep a rose on that stool at all times um, for the uh, person who stays there. Um, but the purser's office is, is a really cool place to go. Um, and there's, you can feel that there's like a lot of stuff Mm-hmm. going on there but when you walk past the purser's office and in you can look down into the boiler room so we're looking down a couple of people that i was with were like oh my god that's so creepy you know spooky blah 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 and i'm like let's go <laughs> down there i want to go there and i'm gonna go there and i want to go there are you in there using equipment when, when you're there or do you just like going in and, and just feeling the atmosphere and stuff um i I don't want to overstep my bounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Well, wait, the boat stuff or the paranormal yeah. stuff? Paranormal. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry I about have, that. Yeah. Um, I have my own uh, reader. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So I went and did a paranormal investigation on the Queen Mary with um, Grant. Uh, oh, my goodness. What's his last name? Um he 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 had a show. He had a TV show. Ghost Hunter Grant. Um, hmm. Ghost Hunter Grant. Maybe. I'll have to look that up. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we went. and We did a paranormal investigation with him. <laughs> it was him and a few other people, and it was it was so much fun. But at the end of the night, he gave me uh, his like reader thing. Cool. So reader thing. That back. <laughs> reader um, thing. <laughs> reader thing you can tell how good i am at this um yeah no i'm all about the ambiance too (laughs) um but becca becca and her team they have it all and she's got it all packed in this awesome little like suitcase yeah um, for her backpack and uh and i don't i don't mean like like a jansport backpack i mean like this thing is cool um emf meter hey look at that that's it thanks chris you know the thingy thing. Yeah, the thingy that sometimes they light up, sometimes they don't. It's those thingies, yeah. Um, she has everything, and so everywhere you go on the ship, um, she uh, she'll set up, and you get to help her set up, and uh, you get to hold the EMF readers. She's got like four or five of them, you know, and then um, also she uses um, they're they're cat toys. Uh, that are light oh, up balls. I heard, of that. I heard of that. Yeah. And they're based on vibration. And one of the things I love about them is that uh, you can put them down and you can go and you can like stomp next to them on the floor and they do not go off. Mm-hmm. You know, you can walk it and like, she's not doing it. You know, we're right. doing it and we're placing them and we're doing that and we're like stomping on the floor. We're like running next to them. We're like trying to, they do not go off. So when you're sitting there and you're like talking to someone mm-hmm. and you know, you go, you know, you could set off any of these lights if you wanted to, if you want to communicate with us, a good way to do it. And one of those balls goes off. Like that's not the ship vibrating. Right. You know, that's not, like we couldn't get them to go off. So obviously it's not like an accident that, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. That feeling 
is so amazing because you're just like, oh my God, like this is, this is really like, this is happening. You know, mm -hmm. like the EMF reader, like it, it you know, some, uh, they'll go off at like sometimes cell phones or like radios. Right, or, right, right, right. You know, and so like it'll blip and people are like, oh, and we're like, no, it's, you know, like it's if it goes red, it stays red. Right. You know, cool. But like those cat toys are, are one of my favorites. Cause when one of those goes off, you, you know like something's there and also um we've done like the estes method right right um, numerous times and some of the results are just unbelievable you know we'll have the person like blindfolded with the noise canceling earphones and the whole thing and uh, uh, some of the conversations you're just like they can hear us, right? Like the person in the earphones, they have to be able to hear us because this is a real conversation, but they can't. Like, mm -hmm. it's amazing. When stuff like that happens, it's absolutely amazing. What it's gets so me is if I'm on investigation, this is happening to us where, you know, you get around three, three, four, five in the morning. Everybody gets giggly because you're <laughs> because you're, you're spent, and so you're talking about totally unrelated stuff. And then you get this EVP where the ghost chimes in. Yes, and it's a yes. mind blower because you're like, oh my god, he was sitting. Somebody was sitting here listening to us talk. Right. Yeah. I love that. And like Becca has Becca has some great rules that I. I love um, everything is talked about in present tense. Mm -hmm. um, never ask, you know, how did you die? Because these people may not know that they are dead. It's never, what did you do on the ship? It's always, what mm -hmm. do you do on the ship? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and so there's been tons of times when that's happened. We're just sitting there having a conversation, hanging out. Cause you know, we're friends, right? Like, we're just hanging out. And the next thing you know, you're like, Oh, hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got a hit for you for a really cool piece of equipment. Hmm. It's called Firefly in a Jar. You can only okay. find them on eBay. Okay. And what it is, it's this wire. But There's this thing, there's, there's this power thing that screws onto the top of the jar. You put the batteries up there. There's a wire that comes off, the, off this thing. And there's a little firefly that sits at the bottom of it. The only way to activate it is you have to tap the top of the jar. Oh, neat. And so you can ask yes and no questions and all That's this cool. stuff. But it's cool because the only, so the only way to activate that sucker, you, you can walk around it all you want. It's not going to activate. No vibration, no nothing. You have to touch the top of the jar. I've even had ghosts comment on it in EVPs. I love that. But it's called Firefly in a Jar. Firefly in a Jar. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. That's awesome. really cool. Sometimes Walgreens gets them in stock, and then like a couple of years ago, the Walgreens had them. I bought, I bought like three or four of them, and then the rest of the time I get them on eBay. Nice, nice. <laughs> I'm just gonna put one on my dresser. Just leave it on, freak out my husband every once in a while. Well, I left it. I, I was showing my brother some of my equipment one time at his house, and I left it at his house. And I get this phone call, <laughs> and he goes, "That thing's on my table." I said, "Okay, what about?" It? He goes, "Well, it's moving. What do I do?" I said, "Well, say hello." <laughs> 
be polite, say hello, start a conversation. <laughs> he wasn't very, he says, that's not very funny. I said, it's not funny, just say hello, you know. But yeah, yeah, the ghosts love him. That's awesome. So, I'm going to check that out. Firefly in a jar. You know, that ship, just the history alone draws you in. Just yeah. knowing what happened aboard there, you know, what they did even, even through World War II. I mean, it's called the Grey Ghost because a lot of people don't realize this either, is that, you know, when, when they took these ships and put them in the, the combat zones, they they, they, they painted them gray. That's yep. why they're the Grey Ghosts. You know, so it's had this huge history of going between the United States and England. Yep. Back and forth. But when you think yeah. of all the lives, all the energy that that metal has taken in to hold all these years, you're going to get stuff going on. I mean, there's no right? question about it. No question about it. There's um, there's a room on the ship called the Revenant Room. It is mm -hmm. right in front of the rope hold. And um, if if you're ever lucky enough to get to go in there, it is, it's really cool. It's a really great room. Um, but they have a hallway and it has pictures of every person that has ever died um, on the ship. Wow. Yeah. If they didn't, if the person didn't have a picture, then it's like a placeholder picture, but it's got their, mm -hmm. it's got all the names, it's mm -hmm. got the dates, and then it's got pictures and it's a whole hallway. Um, and it's got how they passed. That's cool for research though. I mean, if you pick up a name or something during EVP session or, or, or whatever, or the psychic hears a name, you can you know run over there real fast and check it. Yeah. It's really cool. It's, it's really neat. It's a really neat, like, um, it's really neat not it's a really neat little like memorial you know but like there you know a, a lot of people talk about uh charlotte she's the little girl yeah you know well she never existed there there wasn't a little girl who died on the queen mary okay you know that that didn't happen at least it wasn't um it wasn't documented so Lord knows what Lord knows what ran through me. So we'll see. <laughs> but you know, but so many people have claimed to see her. So many have claimed yeah. to see her. So you know, who says she's not there? Um, I have a friend, and he has this this uh, this theory that I love, mm -hmm. and it's 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 probably one of my favorites ever for like ghosts and spirits and hauntings and whatnot. And uh, it's that you don't necessarily haunt where you die. Like that's not a thing, but you can go to a place that was really, really emotionally significant to mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you know, like maybe that's the place that you hold on to. Mm -hmm. So like another one of the most famous uh, ghosts on the Queen Mary is the lady in white. Right. You know, she's a huge, super famous story. So many people have claimed to see her, um, but there's no record of her. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, like so many people get married on the Queen Mary mm -hmm. and your wedding day is one of the happiest days of your life. So what if this woman is just reliving the happiest day of her life? Right. You know, and I just I think that's so neat because it explains why so many people see the same thing over and over and over again, or have the same experiences over and over and over again, when there's no like technical record of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I always thought that was just a really cool, like way to look at it. And I can tell you too, um, 
there's a particular opera singer that haunts all the theaters in California. All the older theaters. Like on tour. Yeah. And she just ah. goes. And the funny thing about it was I met her. Met, I'm going to say I met her at the Woodland Opera House because I've gone up there three or four times. And so I went to the Sacramento Theater Company. And I, I always wondered that if you went to a different place, if a ghost would recognize you. So I'm getting my gear ready. And one of the psychics comes up and goes, hey, there's somebody on the stage who wants to talk to you. So I'm thinking it's another ghost center, right? So I go up on the stage and I said, "Well, where are they?" Oh, she's over there. It's 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 Madam. She wants to talk to you. And it was the it was the opera singer from the Woodland Opera House. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually recognized that I was there. But she haunts. If you ever go into any old theaters like down in the L.A. area, Moore Park Theater, mm -hmm. they say she's there. That she haunts that one too. But she's if 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 it's an older theater, older opera house, or anything like that, she's there. Yeah, I love That's I love that idea. Yeah. I love the I love the idea of of you know spirits being able to choose where they go mm -hmm. and where they hang out and you know and I I like the idea of maybe they don't know that they've passed right right you know maybe they just think they're getting up and going to work especially like uh, places on the queen like the Queen Mary you know mm -hmm. for all of the um like the the people that worked on the boat you know, who people claim to see over and over and over again. It's like, maybe they think they're just getting up and going to work. Like it, this is just their, their normal thing. It's their thing. Yeah. Their yeah. Thing. The other thing I was going to say, after you were talking about the little girl, I know there's a theory out there that a couple of friends of mine had who are no longer with us that in fact, there's a particular restaurant. I'm not going to say what it is up here. I don't want to piss people off, but there's a particular restaurant up here that they claim was never haunted to begin with, that people, that the, the restaurant owners started the story to, put, to get people to come in. And then people over the years, like you say, have, have created this imprint. Yes. Of the ghost being in there. And the ghost really doesn't exist. Yes. I love that. If enough people put enough energy into yeah. something, why not? Mm -hmm. You know, why not? And like, if I was a spirit, you know, I mean, I'm an attention, not going to swear, <laughs> but, but if I was a spirit and I was hanging out and I was, you know, doing nothing and I heard that somebody had made up this story and yeah. all these people were going to this place for this made up story, I can be her. There you go. Like, why Absolutely. not? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't see yeah. any reason why not. I know when I did the Sacramento Theater Company, I heard high heels clicking, clanking on the stage. And I guess there's a Hungarian transvestite actor. Nice. Who keeps coming Fabulous. back. And you, you hear him singing and stuff. It's funny. You know, it's just fun stuff like that. You know, people that are larger than life. You know, it's like, and just like with the opera houses and stuff, a lot of the activity occurs after performance because mm -hmm. the, the, the thing's charged. And you get the best uh, EVP, to, you know, EVPs and everything. Done. I'm as skeptical as the next guy. I really am. I've gotten more skeptical over the years. But, you know, we always need people like Roxy on staff. <laughs> the poop heads. No, we always need people on Rox like Roxy on staff to keep that level. I mean, like, my team is 60% believers, and then, uh, then, then, then the 40% is are the people that do the debunking. Yeah. You know, to look at the logical part of it. And you have to have that for to have a balanced investigation. In the chat, Jessica, I think I think I know who that Jessica is, mentioned the haunted Toys R Us in Sunnyvale. Have you ever oh been my there? God, I have, and what a cool place. Yes. 
Also, that hi, Jessica. Place. That place is awesome. Right? Yeah. I just... I'm going to haunt some place. Toy stores are great. I'll do it. Right? You could play Eternal. Imagine how upset that spirit was when Toys R Us closed. Yeah. I've been pissed. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's like people saying, you know, that Disneyland is haunted. And they right. and people say the spirits at Disneyland and whatnot. Well, sure. Who, who wouldn't want to hang out at Disneyland? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be stuck on the Haunted Mansion for eternity, but yeah, <laughs> it would be fun, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for me, I would have to be over at, um, I'd have to be over on Pirates. Yeah. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to end up over at Pirates. I mean, I'm fine with the Haunted Mansion, but I don't know, too, too much of a good thing. <laughs> I think, I think if I had to pick some place to be stuck... Oh, oh. God, don't say small world. No, <laughs> although you could have so much fun. But if it's your version of small world, I go. Like, you imagine the fun you could have haunting small world. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'd pick guardians. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> right? People are scared right. to death in there anyway for that drop. Just as soon as it gets dark, just tap someone on the shoulder and not be there. Right? Like, <laughs> I, yeah. You know, I'm it's sad because, you know, to be perfectly honest, I like Guardians, but I prefer it as the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror myself. I did love the Tower of Terror, but I love that I can go to Disney World. Right. And go to the Tower of Terror. See? So. I miss the Tower of Terror, but you know I liked it because obviously, obviously for the theming, because you know yeah. that's my thing. So that, that yeah. kind of stuff. Have you ever felt anything? Okay, I want to ask you this now that you brought up Disneyland. Have you ever felt anything at Disneyland? No. 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 And you know we've been there long after closing. We've been the last ones in the park, um, and not just like not just recently, but mm-hmm. years and years and years ago before um, I hung out with like, the people I hang out with now. Um, there were times where, uh, so we were one night we were at Napa Rose, and uh, we decided that we wanted to go shopping on Main Street, but Disneyland had already closed, mm-hmm. um, and they called the gate and they let us back in. Oh, that's so, awesome. Like, we have been there late, you know, and empty. We've done, like, the 24-hour events, we, you know, like, the whole thing. But, no, I've never – and if if I did, I don't even think – I don't even know if I would notice. hmm You know? Oh. There was that one time. Oh. Huh. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. <laughs> I forgot about that time a few months ago. Uh, where was that? Where'd that happen? Um, it's God, it's weird to talk about and it's it, I it's kind of a it's kind of a touchy subject to talk about. Um, but it was by the parking garage mm-hmm. a okay. few months ago. Okay. So I, I'm not medium in -hmm. any way, shape or form. Okay. Mm -hmm. There could be a group of ghosts standing around me right now watching this interview. And I, Mm -hmm. 
I probably wouldn't even notice. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am not the, like, did you feel that? Like, do Mm -hmm. you like, I'm not that girl. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just not like, (laughs) I I don't feel shit. (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) I want so badly (laughs) to be that person, but I am not that person. I've never been that person. You know, we'll, we'll be at places, especially like the Queen Mary and whatnot. Um, and we'll be with people and they're just like, oh my God, you can just like feel the presence, you know? And like, do you guys feel that? And then, and I'm like, no, I don't. Could somebody touch a light? (laughs) (laughs) But last year there was a death at Disneyland. And, um, Oh God. It was, I don't know, a few days afterwards. Um, I was walking, it was middle of the day. I was walking from the parking structure towards security. Um, and I, I get migraines. So mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to be, I, so I, I porphyria and part of my porphyria is serious light sensitivity. So I have to be really careful. Um, mm-hmm. and it was, the sun wasn't quite down yet. So, you know, um, so I was walking and I was almost to the tent where you turn in to go to security And I got this horrible pain in my head and it like almost took me out. Like I like kind of tripped a little bit and I faltered and I like almost went down, but they have that little barrier there. And so I like grabbed onto it um, and I like grabbed my head and there were people walking behind me who uh, a lady actually grabbed me um, and she was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, um, I'm like, I, I think, I think I'm having a migraine. Like, I, I don't know. Um, so she got security and security came over. They took me, they sat me down in the planter, asked me all kinds of questions, did this kind of thing, you know, and asked if I wanted to see uh, a nurse. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, first they wanted to call 911. And I was like, absolutely not. No, I'll just go to my car and sleep it off if I need to. Um, mm-hmm. but not only did I have this horrible pain in my head, I was bawling, just absolutely, completely bawling. And I am not a crier. All right. right. That is, that is not me. I'm mm-mm. also, it messes up my makeup and I don't like it <laughs> at all in any way, shape or form, but I was bawling and I could not stop crying. And these poor security people are like, do you want us to call 911? I'm like, absolutely not. They're like, can we get a nurse? And I was like, you know what? I'm meeting my friend, Ashley. She is a nurse. So maybe I could just wait for her. They were like, that's fine, but you have to stay here until she gets here. I'm like, okay. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Sorry. That's okay. But, um, (laughs) but something, something was wrong and I, I didn't know what, and I'm just like, I'm kind of tripping, you know, cause I'm like, oh my God is like, am I having a brain aneurysm? <laughs> like, you know, and like, I wasn't sad. I just couldn't stop crying. They were, it was just tears just pouring out of me. And one of the security guys comes over and sits down next to me and he took my hand and he was like, Hey, I wanted to talk to you about something. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, what's up? And I'm like, okay, sure, you know. And he was like, um, do you have any type of, uh, are you sensitive at all? And I was like, I'm not a really sensitive person, no. 
And he was like, I, I mean, like, like psychically sensitive. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I must have had the most confused look on my face you have ever seen in your entire life. And he was like, because um, something happened here a few days ago. And it was very close to where we are right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I heard about it. I, I know. I know right, what happened. Right. And he was like, um, and the person, when it happened, uh, where they landed on their head is the exact same spot that wow. your pain hit. And I was just like dumbfounded. This thought had, hadn't crossed my mind. Had, you know, like none of that at all that would have never crossed my mind but here's this disneyland security guard sitting next to me like asking me if i'm sensitive to psychic stuff because i got this pain in my head and i was crying and like this whole thing and eventually the pain went away and i calmed down and you know like but and then ashley came and she got me and everything was okay <laughs> but uh but I, 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 I don't know. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like I, yeah, Cassie's in the chat and she said, I remember when you talked about this at, when we had dinner at IHOP. Yeah, it was like, it was a thing. It was weird. And if he had never said anything, I would have never put those two things together mm -hmm. at all. I would have just assumed I had a migraine and I don't know, maybe some pollen got in my nose. So, you know, mm -hmm. like that's the kind of person I am, but like, it was, it was so weird. The whole thing was so weird. I've never experienced anything like it. I've never, not before then, not since then, not anything. And I wouldn't have even chalked it up to anything like that if, if he hadn't have sat down and started talking to me, mm -hmm. but he did. And mm -hmm. he put like, you know, he, he planted that seed, um, and it just stuck with me, like, but nothing like that has ever happened before, ever. But yeah, I guess if, if you want to know if I've had any type of experience at Disneyland, that would be it. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes you just hit the right spot at the right time. Yeah. Like that. It was, it was crazy. I know there's times uh, you, you live down Southern California, so there's a lot of traffic. Okay. I know there's times because I don't have AC in my car right now. And I know there's times when I'm driving down the freeway and I've noticed this over the years, this is not just something that has come up, but I will be driving down the freeway and hit cold spots on the freeway. Then later on, you do the research and find out there was a fatal there. Makes sense. You know, but yeah, guys, you can do that out, out in the real world, roll your windows down in the summer and drive down the freeway to see the cold spots to see where they're at. I don't know if that sounds like such a great idea. This whole no AC thing. <laughs> I don't do well. I don't go out unless I have to. It's always in the evenings because there's no thing really sucks, especially when it's 110 here. Oh my god! Right? Thank I don't do. I, I don't do heat well. Heat wave is over. Yeah, I don't do heat well. well. It was so bad. Hmm. I'm like you. I don't do heat well. Yeah. No. Not at all. <laughs> at all. But, it doesn't agree with yeah. me. That's that's it. That's that that would be my one Disneyland 
Cool. But well, you talked about your your uh, witchcraft thing. What uh, I mean, obviously, you know, like like it, like it was in your family. And you, you saw your grandmother and stuff, you know, doing this. What really got you into the paranormal? As far as ghosts and stuff go. Um, time life books. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> time life books. Um, there was a uh. So for those of you that are too young, back in the <laughs> 80s, we had this, these books called Time Life Books, and you could order all these different collections, um, but they had this one collection, um, and my grandma bought me two of them. One was black, and it was ghosts, and one was red, and it was wizards and witches, and I still have both of them somewhere in my garage, um, but that was the first, like ghost story like ghost book that mm -hmm. i ever got um and i couldn't read the stories you know i didn't really understand what right. I, the pictures were so pretty and they had these little sometimes they had little blurbs you know and whatnot and i i couldn't read the whole stories but i i could read like the the little blurbs and so i kind of got what was going on but time life books that that was it, hands down. I remember those. I have like two of them, and that's where I first learned about doppelgangers. Yes. Oh my god the 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 girl in the mirror. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That wait, was wait, wait, so wait. freaky. Um, nodding in the window, tapping on the stair, a fetch waits patiently for its victim to appear. It took a living woman's shape, and when she saw uh -huh. it beside her, she knew her time had come. The fetch, or double, summons mortals to the grave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite part of the book. <laughs> I can still remember that face. You know, just looking over the shoulder into the mirror. <laughs> that was my absolute favorite part of the book <laughs> i loved it but yeah that was it that was that was it and then i um i read a book when i was little called um wait till helen comes mm -hmm. i don't know if you've ever heard of it um, yeah. <laughs> but it that was that was like the cherry on top as i i read this book called wait till helen comes i still have a copy of that as well um and it's it's about this little ghost girl and i just fell in love like absolutely totally in love with paranormal everything so see i grew up in an active house saw stuff when i was a kid everybody said oh you've got this huge imagination that's how it went then i got to a certain age and it kind of will shut down then when I hit after when I hit my twenties, it started to come back because I started to really get back into this stuff, and so I saw more of my house. So I'm still in the house; it's still active. I've just gotten to the point where we have an agreement. You know, I'm like, "Hey, I know you're here. You know, I know you're here. Don't scare me." Right. Let's, you know, but things still cool. do happen. I mean, still weird things still happen in this house, and my friends witness it when they come over too. I mean, it's crazy. It's my my animals are forever looking in, you know, in, into the distance in my house, whatever's there. <laughs> at night you know in the darkness and i'm just like okay i'm good i'm good you know but but there's a, 
the golden rule is we don't we don't do EVP work in the house. We don't want to hear them. You know, we don't do any investigating in the house. But uh, I know they're there. It's a it's, it's a full house, and I know where the portal and the vortexes are and all that stuff. So that's awesome. I love that. When <laughs> uh, when my son was a baby, you know, we believe that babies and animals can see stuff that we can't. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when my son was a baby and and he'd be like laying there and just talking you know or when he was when he was a you know when he was little and he'd be just talking to the ceiling or mm-hmm. to whatever you know i and skylar's autistic so right. he he didn't actually talk until he was like 6 or 7 years old but he would you know he'd babble he had his own language um and I, I'd walk in the room and he'd be, you know, staring at the ceiling, no toys, no nothing, staring at the ceiling, just having this full conversation with who knows how many people. And so I'd walk in and be like, Hey guys, you know, it's bedtime now. I need everybody to go home. (laughs) But I fully believed that he had friends that were just hanging out with him. And a lot of autistic kids do though. They see that stuff. Yeah. That's well documented that that they see that stuff, you know? But as long as it's family, who cares? You know, if if it's a good family ghost, who cares? It's the nigga that's got to watch out for it. Even if it wasn't. Even if it was just, you know, as long as they're nice, I don't care. Like. Yeah. As long as they don't cause issues. Yeah. You know? And he seemed happy. So the biggest issue we ever had was that I would have to go back into his room and I would literally have to say, okay, you guys, it's bedtime. Everybody needs to leave now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever, when you leave an investigation, do you do anything to make sure that nothing negative follows you back or, or that nothing follows you back? No. Okay. Um, Becca does. Okay. Uh, she does. She'll do, mm-hmm. you know, she'll very, she'll be very clear about you are not welcome to follow us home, mm-hmm. you know, stay here. Don't come with us like that whole thing. Um, but no, I'm not even going to lie. I've invited that. I'm like, if you want to come home with me, it's cool. We, you know, we can party. Like, I, <laughs> I'm like, if you'll just help me out, like, right. just, move some stuff, you know, like I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean and tell you to do like party tricks, but like, <laughs> like, let me know you're there. Um, yeah. you watch, you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, yes, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. We, we all did. I always wanted uh, a spirit like Cordelia's. There you go. Um, when she was on Angel, her house or her apartment was haunted. Right. And he would like draw her a bath and like, make her tea <laughs> i was like yes come home with me <laughs> well this has been great it's a bit of fun hour i knew it would yes, be. It thank you so it. much for inviting me i had so much fun it was fun we'll have to do this again sometime yes and we'll have to get together and do an investigation yes and like i said like i do i i thank you for all your help roxy's been kind of like my mentor going through all this because I had no idea what influencers did or what it was. And then all of a sudden I find myself 
doing doing this stuff, you know? And I'm like, what do I do? What do I have to do on TikTok? Roxy's been helping me out. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing all that. You're welcome. You know, how can people find you? Oh, uh, you can find me on my website, welcome to roxysworld.com. Uh, all of my links are there. There's a lot. Um, and on any social media network at Roxy underscore Tart. Which Fantastic. Those links are also on my website, welcome to roxysworld.com. Fantastic. Oh, and you can get my book there too. I actually meant to have my book. Like, so I could. I forgot but... about the book. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. So did I. <laughs> I got a stack in another room. Um, I should have had a V8. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I have a book, and it's it's awesome. It's called Witchcraft for Wellness, and you can get it on Amazon, and you can find the link to that on my website, welcome to roxysworld.com. Bad host, bad. <laughs> I forgot my own book, okay? <laughs> oh, Marissa. Thank you for, for hanging out. I hope you had fun. <laughs> it happens, right? All right. Well, I'm going to let you go and uh, maybe we'll chat later tonight or something over on Discord. But uh, Roxy, thank you. And thank I'm definitely so going to try. I want to make it a point to get out there and get together, do a ghost tent, have dinner, do whatever, you know, just to yes. hang out and Absolutely. do some stuff together. How can you get an autographed copy of my book? Oh, that's easy. DM me. Cool. DM me. I'll cool. That works. I'll sign it for you. Maybe I'll put a picture in. Just that for works. <laughs> all right guy all right well thank you very much all right okay bye, bye, bye. all right that's always fun to talk with her and uh, like i said i thank her for helping me all this time because i'm forever picking her brain for stuff tomorrow i will be here at 11 a.m pacific god forbid i have to get up early but my guest is from the uk so we're going to be doing 11 a.m show james bartley is going to be with us and we're going to be talking about how aliens can have the possibility that aliens can control us via uh, via via um, frequencies and stuff. So there, you know, he's going to be on tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific with me. So that being said, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're equal opportunity here. I'm just trying to build up my following, like everybody else over on Facebook. And if you know if you follow, if you haven't followed yet, uh, and you like tonight. Feel free to follow over on Facebook and YouTube. We are trying to hit that thousand mark by Christmas. That'd be a great Christmas present. Hit that thousand subscriber mark. I've got 761 videos sitting at YouTube, all of this show. And there are all kinds of topics. I've, I have everything categorized uh, in folders so you can get to stuff better. If you like psychics, Nancy Matz has her own folder. Uh, Karen Clark has her own folder. You know, UFOs, alien abductions, cryptids, you name it. It's all over there. We have little. Okay, so uh, go ahead and check out our YouTube site at YouTube at uh, YouTube.com forward slash at California Haunts Radio. All right, guys, I'm going to call it a night and I will see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. with James Bartley. Have a good one. <laughs>